Let's have a little recap of what's been going on in the aftermath of the US election because there have been fresh developments, recordings in which uh, President Trump told Georgia's top election official to get out there and find 11,700-odd votes to overturn that state's election result. There's only two weeks left in his presidency. Trump's still refusing to leave quietly from the White House, despite uh, the election result now looking pretty clear. Uh, A growing number of Republicans are also uh, joining President Trump's effort to try and overturn things Uh, pledging to reject the results when Congress meets to actually count the Electoral College votes, normally a formality before certifying the new president, and in this case, uh, President-elect Joe Biden. Senator Ted Cruz is the latest to be enlisted in the Trump effort to subvert the will of American voters. Starting off, here's Trump on what he asked for from Georgia. All I want to do is this. I just want to find 11,000... 780 votes, which is one more than we have. And he continues to be quite convinced that he won the election. We have won this election in Georgia based on all of this. And there's, there's nothing wrong with, with saying that. Georgia's Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, responding to that. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. Now, can we possibly get to the truth of this? Because each side, it has to be said, seems equally convinced that it's right on this. Let's go to Nick Bryant, our correspondent in the United States. And thanks again for being with us, Nick. Morning. Hello, Nick. Tim, how are you? Yeah, very well indeed, thank you. Let's let's try and cut to the chase here. How do you tell... Who's telling Porky's here and who's telling the truth? Well, I think it's worth remembering, Tim, that Brad Raffensperger, uh, the top election official in Georgia, is a Republican. He is a member of Donald Trump's party. Um, They have had recount after recount. They've gone through this process over and over again. They have tried to find any evidence of electoral fraud in the state of Georgia, as they have elsewhere in the country, and they have found none. The Justice Department that is led by a a real loyal ally of Donald Trump's, or it was, William Barr, they haven't found any widespread evidence of fraud. And what Donald Trump is doing here is just extraordinary. I mean, many people are uh, describing it as, as leading in an insurgency from within the Oval Office, trying to overturn what are now certified results uh, that have gone to the Electoral College and that will be ratified by Congress on Wednesday. But those who are on Trump's side, are they uh, uh, mounting this challenge out of uh, blind loyalty to him, or are they equally convinced that the thing was a fix? I think some people are convinced that there has been uh, malpractice here, that there has been widespread fraud. The problem is, Tim, uh, that they have never been able to justify or validate their version of reality uh, with with something that we can actually look at that's tangible, that is factual. And that is the problem. Um, many of them are blindly loyal, I think, to Donald Trump. Here he has this almost cult-like devotion amongst many of his followers, some of whom are on Capitol Hill. And I think also, Tim, many people are worried 
about going against Donald Trump in terms of their own future political ambitions. People like Ted Cruz, the senator from Texas. Remember, he was a, a never-Trumper in 2016. He wants to run for the presidency at some stage in the future. He doesn't want Donald Trump offside because getting Donald Trump offside means getting his base offside. And that's a concern as well for a lot of senators, a lot of congressmen. Donald Trump has already said that Republicans should go up against the senators who are opposing him. People like John Thune of South Dakota, who said the election results, we know what they are. They show that Joe Biden won. Donald Trump is saying there should be a primary challenge against John Thune. So that is the kind of risk, um, that, that is the kind of danger that people are in, in the Republican Party, if they go up against Donald Trump. There's been two main strands to this uh, theory that the election was deliberately and in a calculated, planned way undermined. One being mail-in voting, number two, the Dominion counting machines. Do either of those stack up? Well, it's interesting today, uh, Newsmax, which is a, a sort of right-wing news channel here that's even further right than Fox News, has sort of withdrawn the allegations that it's been putting out on air for the last few weeks about the voting machines because the company Dominion has threatened to sue it. Um, so it's backed down very quickly, and Dominion has been very clear that its voting machines are absolutely reliable. And again, there's been no evidence to suggest there isn't. As for mail-in voting, that was a product of... Uh, the coronavirus that was so that people wouldn't have to go and vote in person, which would obviously uh, risk spreading the virus at a time when it is absolutely totally out of control in most American states. Mail-in voting in this election has been shown to be as reliable as it has been in previous elections, which is to say there's never been any widespread allegations uh, that have been proven of voter fraud connected to mail-in voting. So what happens next? What happens next is that Congress uh, will meet in a joint session on Wednesday that will be overseen uh, by the Vice President, Mike Pence, uh, who presides over Congress in these situations. Um, he's the presiding officer over the Senate, his constitutional duty. Um, and the election results will be uh, voted upon again, counted by Congress. And if there is an objection and there will be. Republicans will object to the vote in Georgia. They'll probably object to the, uh, object to the vote in Pennsylvania, um, Michigan, Wisconsin as well. Then it goes to a vote. And then the joint session of Congress will break up. The Senate will meet as the Senate. The House of Representatives will meet as the Senate. And then there will be a vote. And you need majorities in both houses to overturn those results. The problem for Donald Trump, the problem for the Republicans that support him, is the Democrats have a majority in the House. So this effort to overturn the election result on Capitol Hill will fail simply because the Democrats have the numbers uh, to, to block Donald Trump's attempt to overthrow this election. Yet it does not seem that he is willing to accept even that as a signal of defeat. There's been talk of martial law. Uh, all those previous defense secretaries uh, warning against that notion. Will he go that far? There is speculation that he will try and invoke the Insurrection Act. Um, it's a rarely invoked act. It generally gets invoked at times of, of, of national crisis, like the Los Angeles riots. It's never been invoked in relation to a, a presidential election. 
And the military leadership has already indicated that it intends to take no role in deciding who has won this election. That is for the voters, that is for the Electoral College, that is for Congress, that is for the courts. The military has said they don't want to take any part in this. Extraordinarily, as you know, 10 former defense secretaries joined together last night. They wrote an op-ed for the Washington Post saying the military should not intervene. Um, There should be no declaration of martial law. Um, And it would be very difficult to see how Donald Trump could possibly invoke the Insurrection Act and for that to withstand a challenge in the Supreme Court because it would surely be uh, facing a a legal challenge. That might be Donald Trump's last throw of the dice. Um, But it's worth pointing out that there are some senior Republicans like Mitch McConnell, the Senate uh, majority leader as he now is, um, to who have said this election is over. It ended when the Electoral College met and decided that Joe Biden would win. Um, so if Donald Trump did that, uh, he wouldn't have the overwhelming backing of the... Or he might have a lot of support within the Republican Party, but some key figures in the GOP would not back that, uh, that sort of move. Thanks so much again. Never a dull moment, <laughs> really, in four years and two weeks to go. Nick Bryant, our correspondent in the United States.